You only get one shot. Let the bitch go first. Never mind, you get two shots. I think I kind of need to do my own thing, man. It's eight mile. Welcome to the Center Cut, yo. Yo. I'm Michael. Uh, I'm Dave. Uh. And today we're talking about 8 Mile. Uh. Before we dive into the movie, Dave, what exactly are we doing here? Yeah, so we watched the first 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes of this movie. Now we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Uh. I thought for a moment that we should try to plan doing the episode where every sentence we rhyme, but then I realized that that would be really bad. So That sounds like literally my worst nightmare. <laughs> so we didn't do that but we did watch the movie or at least a part of the movie yeah and i have the hood on my hoodie up so i'm badass yeah yeah eight mile 2002 starring eminem obviously kim basinger Brittany murphy and makai pfeiffer uh it's perhaps most well known for spawning the mega hit lose yourself which serendipitously just popped back into the public's eye at the oscars what we are prophesizers. We are purveyors of the future times. Yes. So we watched it. And Dave, why don't you recap the beginning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. I'm not going to do that anymore. Guys, let's, let's be real. I'm a nerdy white guy. And I am not a rappy person. I do enjoy it from time to time. But I will say that I just don't understand battle rapping as a genre. We'll leave that at that. So we open this movie to seeing Eminem in quite possibly the dirtiest, nastiest bathroom I've ever seen. (laughs) Psyching himself up for what presumably is a battle of the raps. So what are your thoughts on farting while you're standing at a urinal in a public restroom? Great question. Definitely something that I've been doing a lot of thinking about, especially after this movie for it. Okay, me too. But I do it at work sometimes, not on purpose. It just happens. And I get the dirtiest looks, but I, like it, you're in a bathroom. All bodily functions should be okay. Like that's what the bathroom, that's what a public restroom is for, right? Like I could evacuate my bowels there. Why can't I just have some air come out? Are you sure they're dirty looks like, how dare you do that? Or they dirty looks like, yeah, man. No, they're, they're, they look at me like I'm a, like I'm a putrid piece of scum. Well, that's because you are, but not because of the (laughs) farting. Okay. Well, I'm glad that we're both pro anyway. (laughs) Uh, So some guys banging on the door to get him out of there. All of a sudden cuts back to Eminem. Color just completely leaves his face, runs to a nasty toilet and throws up how this movie didn't just end right here with him getting some kind of terrible disease. I don't know. So he goes, tries to get back upstage. The bouncer's arguing with him because he's at this point a nobody and no one cares about him. His his buddy gets him in. Turns out his buddy is Future, the uh, MC of the, the, whole, the whole shebang. So we find out that Eminem has just broken up with his girlfriend. We don't know if he did the breaking or if she did the breaking, but they're no longer together. 
he left his car with her because she's pregnant or she says she is. His friends don't seem to think so. They make fun of him a little bit for throwing up on himself while he's changing with his clothes that were in a garbage bag behind a dumpster. This movie's off to a great start. So I have a question. Who needs privacy to put on a sweatshirt? Yeah, that's a great question. I think he was just tired of dealing with their bullshit. Except Cheddar. He's the best character in this whole movie. His friends are Andre 3000, Blindside, and Cheddar is definitely Badger from Breaking Bad. I did not even realize that was Andre 3000. Well, it's not really Andre 3000. Well, it wasn't really Andre 3000. Okay, good. No. I thought I completely missed that. No, no, no. I'm just saying he looks like Andre 3000. The he big didn't. guy looks like Blindside, and Cheddar Bob looks like Badger. Got it. I'm there. Together, we go. Go for it. As one. So his friend's trying to psych him up for the battle here. He goes inside, and Falcon from the Marvel Universe, also known as Anthony Mackie, is being just very mean to a man on stage. Eminem then faces off against some other guy. I'm sure you're going to tell me who it is because I don't know. No clue. Okay, good. Um, The other guy just makes fun of Eminem for no reason. Mean. Eminem has no rebuttal for it, so just gets booed off the stage because he choked. Is that how battle rapping works? 100%. Perfect. An old person stares at him in the bus. I was waiting for this old black man to bestow a power upon him, but I'm proud of this movie for avoiding the old magical black man trope. Oh, uh, maybe the old magical Batman came back later because that is important and it must be what got him his his second opportunity <laughs> because his first one didn't go so hot. Perhaps you're correct. You only get one shot except for when you get two shots. <laughs> so he heads home because he doesn't have a car, broke up with his girlfriend, doesn't have a place to live, heads home to see his mom and we see guys for some amazing chances of this happening. This was the first actual sex scene that we've seen in any of the movies we've watched. And we've watched some pretty terrible movies. I wasn't expecting this to be the first movie that we saw actual sex. Nope. But there it was. His mom having sex, which is everyone's nightmare. She's uh, she's fucking General Zod. And then she comes out to Eminem, who's outside of the trailer. They have a little back and forth. Uh, General Zod known in this movie as Greg, comes out. They get into a little tussle because Greg thinks that Eminem or B-Rabbit in the movie is is a waste of space. They fight back and forth. They're yelling and screaming, wakes up a small child. Her name is Lily. I've just now realized that Lily was inside a very small trailer while his mom was having sex with General Zod. That's disturbing. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is the little girl Eminem's sister or his daughter? Or is I, it his stepsister? I think daughter. That's, That's what I thought too, but why? So he just like leaves his daughter at his mom's house and says, I'm going to go rap. Yeah, he's got to spit his flows. Okay. Just seems kind of like a bad parenting move. Yeah. Who would have guessed that young Eminem was a bad parent? No one. Not anyone. So Eminem brings Lily back inside, who we've just decided is his daughter. He sings her a little song as he's putting her back to sleep. His mom gives him her car for his birthday. He wakes up in the morning, finds out the car won't start. That's where our 15 minutes cut off. We picked back up at 1 hour, 31 minutes, and 8 seconds. And Mike, why don't you recap that for us? Yeah, so before I recap... 
I thought it would be fitting if I explained a little bit about myself. I think it informs me as a person, as well as how this movie could speak to me, speak to my soul. I'm getting a little tired of these weekly shameless plugs that you do. This is not a shameless plug. Mm -hmm. It's not a plug. I wanted to explain how I came to be a rapper because surprisingly, I was a rapper. So it all started with this kid in high school. I was in a class where we produced the morning announcements on TV, like an AV thing. It was just four of us. And there was this freshman kid uh, and he was telling us how he was getting bullied by another kid, Kenny Wu. Fuck Kenny Wu. Yeah. So to impress the girl that was with us in the class, I went home with my friend Andrew and we recorded on cassette him playing guitar horribly and me rapping about Kenny Wu, just like saying ridiculous things. Brought it to school. People liked it. So that was that. Fast forward a couple weeks. There was this other douchey kid was walking in the hall with his pants like super hanging off his ass. And again, I wanted to impress a girl. So I was like, yo, bitch, pull up your fucking pants. He took major offense and wanted to fight me and shit. So this story does get better, I promise. Mm, I so hope. I decided this is the perfect time to make another diss rap. My best friend Phil joined the fray and we made a song. And I posted the lyrics to Live Journal because it was 2005 and that's what you did. Somebody printed out the lyrics and gave them to the kid at lunch. He got so mad that he punched a hole in this big pillar in the hallway, which got him sent to the office. And he must have cried like a little bitch because Phil and I got suspended from school for a week. What? Yeah, the vice principal even called my mom and read her some of the lyrics. It was pretty classic. Like, ma'am, there's a line about the other gentleman's braces cutting your son's genitals. And there's another line about hoping that when he and another student, Kenny, do a sexual position that they choke on each other's genitals. My mom must have been like holding back laughter. It was bullshit, though. Like, how am I going to get suspended for words that I said outside of school? And like they even had to make an exception to let me come to take my advanced placement calculus test during the suspension. Like I'm a white nerdy kid. Like come on. Yeah. Like bullying only applies within the school walls. Everyone exactly. knows that. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, the kid was super mad. Uh, he had a car full of Asian thugs show up to my house one night, but my dad ran out in his underwear with a bully club and scared them away. Uh, another time, he came with a baseball bat and smashed my mom's Jeep window. It was pretty crazy. Uh, After that, though, I was officially a rapper. Uh, I made some original tracks like Take This Dick. That was a big one. It was rad. Like I'd be going grocery shopping and baggers would be like, yo, aren't you that MC Pongo Puse, dude? I love your CD, man. And I had haters, like actual haters. There was two 12-year-old Puerto Rican kids who made a 15-minute long disc rap and gave it to my younger brother on a CD to give to me. It was awesome. So Um, badass. Yeah. And then my friend Phil and I put out two CDs and I was on a few songs for a local rapper, blah, 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 blah. That was, but that was my rap career. It all started because I like to make fun of people. Wow. And that's how the story I've, how I was a rapper. Wow. You know, it's everything I want it to be. I am everything you want to be? No, that story was everything I want it to be. You leave <laughs> something to be desired. Okay. That's, that's fair. All right. So the second section of the movie. B-Rabbit is back on stage, sporting a black eye and a ratty-ass thermal, and it's his turn to battle. And he spits some decent lines, and we get to see Eminem's ass. Wasn't expecting to that. Nope. He does win, first round. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of biased that the battle host is his best friend. Yeah, I thought that too. Doesn't seem Not really, really fair. He didn't even ask for the audience's opinion on that one. He's just like, that was obvious. <laughs> B-Rabbit wins. Yeah. 
Although we, didn't, we didn't get to hear the first person, so it probably was bad, but, but we're assuming that he is comparable to Eminem. So B-Rabbit heads backstage, and now the bouncer from the beginning is cool with him. Yeah. A lot can change in an hour and 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Round two is up, and B-Rabbit now has to battle Lotto over Last Days by Onyx. It's a classic beat. Now, Lotto's got some punchlines. Pretty decent. Rabbit goes, and he's got some punchlines too, but he also gets to go acapella after the beat drops, which should be a disqualification. So, I don't know. Yep, everyone keep that in mind for later. (laughs) But he does get the W after an unofficial crowd noise comparison. Mm, The good old crowd meter. They should have one of those comically large, ridiculous crowd meter things. (laughs) Now, before the final round, there's an intermission. The Free World crew, his rivals, uh, apparently ran train on Eminem's girl. Now, is the, we got more than seven digits from your girl, is that a clever line about getting a handjob? Like 10 digits, like 10 fingers is more than seven. I don't know. You've said a lot of things in the last 10 seconds that I didn't understand at all. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. I guess that explains the disparity of our whiteness. Mm -hmm. It's time for the final battle, though, against Papa Doc. Best rapper name ever. (laughs) He is one of the free world dudes. Now, Doc wins the coin toss. And decides that Rabbit has to go first. Big mistake. (laughs) He has to rhyme over Mob Deep's Shook Ones, another classic beat. He wastes 15 seconds just pumping the crowd up. I didn't think that was a good move, but then he goes in and he basically just calls himself white trash for 30 seconds. It was aight, but apparently it was enough to scare Papa Doc, the reigning champ, to choke and not even attempt to battle. Just like Rabbit at the beginning of the movie. Not the way I would expect a classically trained doctor of papas to react. It was also... It was anticlimactic. Yeah. But I I guess I get that it also is like a twist on the beginning. Yeah, it's... It is. I agree with you that it's, it's just like they pump you up for this big, long end battle, and then it, it's not even a thing. That's like if at the end of Drumline or something, like the other team just decided, meh, never mind. Now, Eminem and his friends leave the shelter, and they're glad he won because it means more bitches in their future. It's a sign of the times because that's not a thing now. Like, if you're famous, you can't use that privilege to get females, or then you're coercing them with your celebrity. But you know they still get the bitches. On the DL, yes. Obviously, they still get the bitches. Now, Future asks Rabbit to be a battle co-host in the future. But Rabbit don't play that. He's got to do his own thing. And then we finally get the Mom's Spaghetti song Mm -hmm. as M walks away. That was eight mile. So many miles. I, I feel like it's another one of those movies where it's just cookie cutter. We basically know what happened for the most part in the middle. Like, the dude's a loser, but he puts his heart into his music and overcomes. I mean, I'm sure there's some strife with his mom and her shitty boyfriend slash fiance dude. I'm sure there's more scenes of him swinging his hands back and forth while he sucks an imaginary microphone dick and him with the girl in the crowd who cheats on him. There's probably a montage of him at his job and getting grease on his best shirt. That's why he has to rock that thermal. Mm -hmm. But, like, what else happens? I guess that brings us to a question that we got this week. 
from Emily, and she asked, why did Jimmy, or Rabbit, get beat up Wait, by his name's Pop- Jimmy? Yeah, man. When? When do we learn that? Uh, his Somebody called him Jimmy. I know that it's Jimmy, and we learned okay. that. I don't Who recall, but okay. Jimmy. Oh, um, a free a future calls out Jimmy as he as he's walking away in the first half or in the first fifteen minutes as he's as he's just annoyingly walking away because he choked. Future yells out Jimmy. All right. So why does he get beat up by Papa Doc, giving him the black eye that he's sporting in the last fifteen minutes? That's the question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I what? paraphrased a little and maybe parrots too many phrases yeah i think that it has something to do or i'd surmise that it has something to do with that female that we see that we get multiple shots of yes in the crowd Brittany murphy that's Brittany murphy okay yes didn't she die in real life i think so i think she died of like black mold or something that seems a little far-fetched but i don't know anyway be right it's hearsay but yeah so because the Free World crew makes mention of the fact that at least one of them had sexual intercourse with her. Yeah. So I imagine that Rabbit probably got angry about that and went to like confront them. And they're like, yo, she's our bitch now. Get out, get out my face. And, you know, obviously he's, it's a crime of passion. He wants to go in and, per- you know, hey, this is my girl. This is my territory. Mm-hmm. And they're like, nah. And they beat him up. Yes. All these men claiming ownership over this woman. <laughs> it's very, it's very 1700. That definitely could be it. Maybe. Cause I don't know if Brittany Murphy would do that to Eminem, you know, you know, well, she clearly did unless they're just making it up. Well, what if she was kind of like passed around a little bit before like sexually? Uh, yeah. Before, before Eminem started dating her. So, you know, maybe she was like that, like groupie chick that everyone slept with. And then they started dating, but he's still annoyed in the fact that everyone slept with her. That's not possible. Okay. Once you go black, you never go back. That's true. But then how is she going to go back to Eminem after she went black, after she had Eminem? She was, she's like, uh oh, Oreoing it. And I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. I'm like, that's not an or You said, oh, uh-oh, Oreos. I got you. Yeah. Um, I don't, but there's I know no. snacks. <laughs> but we don't know for a fact that she does go back with them. We just see her in the crowd smiling. But that's. Yes. She's just happy about it. And then she gives Eminem the finger. And then he gives her the finger back. I in her. Get... <laughs> in her uh-oh, Oreo. <laughs> No, just leave the line that, where you say in her. Okay. <laughs> and then there's three seconds of silence. I like that. And I I get the feeling that that's like not Eminem giving someone the finger, but it is in fact like some kind of call sign of his. Yeah, I think they have some sort of like inside joke. Like most couples like kiss or, or cuddle or hug. They, they flip each other they off. Just... <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so... Me and my wife call each other bitch, so I kind of get it, actually. Me and my wife also call each other bitch. Hmm. Must be a white person thing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. If it was the white person thing, I would do it far more than you. Good point. Because I'm much whiter, everyone. But yeah, I um, 
the whole Brittany Murphy story is leaving a lot to be desired since we are not seeing any of it. Yeah, we literally know nothing, nothing about her aside from the fact that she has hooked up with his enemy. What if this is actually like 10 years later from the first scene we saw and that's his daughter? So then those the the free world crew had sexual relations with his daughter. Yeah, that, and that that's really why he fucking went to go yeah. confront them. And Eminem just ages wonderfully. Yeah, but all the other guys are all the same age too. So I'm gonna throw cold water on that theory. Okay. Fine. Throw your cold water. Something that's mentioned is Cheddar Bob shooting himself. Yeah. Does I- that take place when Eminem was getting beat up? I want everyone to know about my rap career, and that is to say there is none. So if Michael and I both had to be parts of this movie, Michael would be, I guess, Eminem or one of the gentlemen on stage, and I would be Cheddar. That's who I would be. Me. I don't have <laughs> I don't have anything to say there except for thank you for for saying that I'm like Eminem. Thank you for agreeing that I would be Cheddar. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. Mm-hmm. But so, do you think that the Cheddar shooting, the do you think that happened when Eminem was getting beat up? So I would assume that you're correct that he saw Eminem getting beat up and in an effort to try and save him went to go pull out a gun and shot himself in the leg. Effectively breaking up the whole situation, I would it's assume. It's true. Yeah. If I was fighting somebody and then their friend came and accidentally shot themselves, I would I would probably run away as well. That's honestly probably what I would do if I was in one of those instances. Because I wouldn't want to hurt anyone else. Be like, I'll just shoot myself. This That'll end all this. You really are Cheddar Bob. I'm Cheddar Man. But here's a more important question. Why does Eminem get a second chance? Even literally in his song lose yourself which is like the whole anthem of this movie he says you only get one shot don't blow it and then he blows it and then gets another shot well i think that first shot that he got where he choked that was that wasn't count you don't count that yet (laughs) that was a mulligan huh (laughs) Yeah, no, like that's before he was trying. That was then once you start trying, that's it. You only have one shot once you start trying. Before that, that's just practice. Gotcha. So you're not, you haven't taken the shot yet. This was you pretending to take a shot, but never mind. Yes. That that was me. That's like if a golfer is taking a practice swing and accidentally hits the ball. It's like, no, guys, that was a practice swing where I accidentally hit the ball. This is my real shot. Like when me and my wife play tennis, we don't actually start keeping score until someone actually serves the ball correctly. That's the first. That's when you start. So do you get to keep score at all or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually? Eventually. Oh, that's good. See, my thought process was that he had to like beat other people to get to this point. Not just in this place, but like like a Pokemon gym battle type of scenario where he has to like go to all of the other gyms and beat them. Like he has to beat the Yo Mama gym before he can go to the gangster gym. Do you ever watch that show, Yo Mama? A little bit, yeah. Uh, okay. Bits and pieces. I wasn't an avid follower as I'm sure you were. Well, I wasn't, 
I wasn't an avid follower. I just spent one day in college, like binging seasons of the show. But yeah, I think that answers your question. He got yeah, one shot. Yep. Okay, one shot, and Jimmy was getting beat up by Papa Doc because they were sleeping with his past future daughter. Yes. So we have another question from Cindy, the wonderful person who does uh, our artwork, uh, also an avid listener of the show, and she asked that she asked that if you vomited on your sweater right now, what percentage of it would be mom spaghetti? So I actually did just eat dinner. Great. Was it your mom's spaghetti? Pull back the curtain here. No, I had salmon, rice pilaf with toasted almonds, a pink orange for dessert, and one Rocher. A for a Rocher? Correct. Did you, I had McDonald's. The real, here's the real question. You had McDonald's. Sorry to cut I had off. McDonald's. Who's poor now? I watched a documentary about McDonald's while I ate dinner, so we're like... We're twins. Gangster rapper over here that sits at home and eats salmon and watch documentaries. <laughs> Cindy, in the assumption that not everything leaves your stomach and a small percentage of everything you eat is there forever, which is just good old plain science, I would say that my throw up would currently be 0.005% mom spaghetti. I don't think my mom's ever made spaghetti. Mine would be 0.005% dad spaghetti. Really? Mm-hmm. So 0. 0.1... Wait, 0.005. Point, so 0.01% of spaghetti. all of the food you've ever eaten has been homemade spaghetti. Half prepared by my mother and half prepared by my father, yes. Okay, so how old are you? That's only considering paternal spaghetti not other forms of spaghetti prepared by other members of my family or friends outside of my mother and my father. I'm trying to do some math here. How old are you? I am 30 years old. Okay. So you've roughly, well, we'll say, nope. How many meals do you eat a day that could involve spaghetti? Two, right? Lunch and dinner? I would say too. I mean, only a crazy person eats spaghetti for lunch, but okay. So you've eaten just under twenty-two thousand meals in the course of your life. Okay, say twenty-one thousand nine hundred. Okay, so point zero one. No, that's not how you do that. Point zero one percent. So point zero 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 one times that twenty-two thousand. So you've only eaten spaghetti three times. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sounds about right. So I think your math is incorrect, sir. No, one time prepared by my mother, one time prepared by my father, and then one time they made it together. It was a really nice and cherished memory that I have. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. Glad we did the math here. We solved this riddle. Proved, Proved my point, exactly. Well, thank you, Cindy. And also thank you, Emily. What if you and I were like B Rabbit? And one of those other losers, me being B-Rabbit, you being one of those other losers, and we had a rap battle. I'm going to fucking cheddar your face right off. Well, I have good news. We did rap battle. We done did it. Here are the rules. We each have eight lines. That's a loose rule. Okay, here's the rule. 
There are no rules. Yeah, apparently. Dave, you chose the first beat. I did. It's and I chose the second beat. I flipped a coin. I said, let the bitch go first. Yep. So he went first. Mm-hmm. And here it is. to introduce to you a middle-aged white guy with a donut tattoo i may have been lucky didn't grow up poor if you're poor do you have to become a squash whore there's not much cheaper than mikey v his clothes and his truck from 2003 so once again i will introduce for one day only humpty from puss in boots Welcome to the battle, Dave's whack as fuck. A schmuck, lamer than a sitting duck. Your voice sucks, sounding like a preteen. Your facial hair patchy, wish you'd shave with a guillotine or kerosene. Just lose your face quick, suck a gay dick. You're faker than a spaceship, A-team on the pod. Yeah, I'm the better dude. Call me Mr. T because I'm always ahead of you. That's an alphabet joke, you bitch. Ooh, round one. Goes to me. Because you cheated a lot. Okay, number one, I didn't cheat. Number two, why does it sound like you're trying to teach me Latin? Why did you try and rhyme quick and ship? Because they clearly rhyme. Have you ever heard of a slant rhyme in your entire life? That's not even close to a rhyme. Okay, face quick, gay dick, spaceship. Not All even rhyme. close. All rhyme. I disagree. All rhyme. I disagree. Clearly, you know nothing about rapping. Also, you didn't work on your voice well at all. What do you mean? Yeah, your voice sounded terrible. In the rap? Yeah. Oh, you. Just wait like till the second round. Just wait till the second round. Yeah. 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 Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme I'll make a reference you can't get this time You're like cow, riding steps to salvation Made up bullshit with no foundation Think you're badass from growing up hood Is that why Lapinus is more than you should? They say candy is dandy, but liquor is quicker And Randy is your candy and you grew up in Antica Dave's wife is an accountant and mine's yoga famous plus his wife has to account that her husband's the lamest I'm nameth, you're heinous, you've got pains in your anus You look like a fatter father from Shameless H. Macy, I'm Casey, I'll clown you then kill you My style do mill, your style mildew Your millhouse, your Flanders, I'm Homer, I'm Bart I am the shit and you're a wet fart I'll keep fucking going, don't care about rules You drop the ball, all I drop are jewels You're a little bitch boy and I'm Jeffrey Dahmer I beat you like I'm Chris Brown and you were Rihanna because your flow needs work, 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 work. Additional cheating. We already said there were no rules. So much cheating. Now, funny story. Not only did I beat you, but Mm-mm. I did actually go to a storage locker auction today. So, yep. Makes I, sense. I guess you were right about me being an antiquer. And also, Randy is your candy. Randy from a Christmas story, mm-hmm. Randy? Mm-hmm. You're saying I like little Not boys. Randy. I wish that my, I wish my my lines were easier for you to understand. If you weren't such a bitch and couldn't get it, and I couldn't think of a rhyme, bitch. Well, I think it's clear that, that I, I am the people's champion. Yep, I won. Here's here's what should happen. People should vote. People should vote, and take into consideration the fact that I have never rapped, and Pongo Pussy over here had a, a full rap career. 
I don't know about a full career. I mean, pretty much a career. We heard about it for five minutes. <laughs> if you can't fit your rap career in a tight three, it was a full career. I think it was the start of a career, but then I became disabled and I had to move on to a new career. You became disabled. <laughs> it's a metaphor. It's a mm. metaphor. Yeah. You're just trying to get sympathy votes. <laughs> I'm just Wait. saying I had special plates. It was a whole thing. Yeah. But at any rate, we did it. We did it. <laughs> Took a lot of effort on my part. Not being a rapper boy. Not being a rapper boy. That's my rap name. Davey the rapper boy. Now what? I still don't believe you think that rhyming quick and ship is even acceptable. Oh, 100%. Face quick, spaceship. That no. totally, it's just called a slant rhyme. Eminem, no. Eminem himself uses a ton of slant rhymes. Look it up. Disagree. You're dumb. What do we do next? I guess is to just tell the people how awesome they are and tell them how to find us. Well, if they're listening to us, they probably already know how to find us. But if somehow this is just in your ears and you're like, how did this get here? Well... You're probably listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or if you're weird, like Stitcher or the internet somehow, Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. maybe someone, maybe you're sitting in a car next to somebody else's car and they're listening to it. That's, I guess, some way that you could get us. But if you want to ask us questions, you would do that on Twitter, The Center Cut, Facebook, The Center Cut Cast, email, thecentercutcast at gmail.com. Did I cover everything? I wasn't saying how to find us in terms of the sounds coming out of our mouths more along the lines of if this episode wasn't enough of us for you, those other places are a great place to find us too. Yeah. And tell your friends about the show. Yes, that is the best way to help us. Now, last time and most times we ask you to rate the pod on Apple if you can. Mm -hmm. Now, we didn't mean to give us a one. Yeah. Salty boomer. (laughs) <laughs> oh man the cheddar but, me really didn't enjoy that no but shout out to brenna for the kind review i don't yeah. know you but you complete me i know you and you're great thank you oh so it's someone we know <sighs> God, yeah. damn it i'm kidding it's a joke david god forbid i don't know when you're joking bitch what are we doing next episode next episode we are going to do say anything we are going what? to do just a, a total 180, do a nice little romantic comedy, have some fun with it. From the 80s, even. Ooh, way back. Like the chocolate in between your two vanilla cookies, it's always better in the center. Bitch! Bitch!